Welcome to Nightfall Narratives, the podcast that goes where shadows and stories intersect to explore the eerie and enigmatic. Join us as we journey into the heart of the unknown, immersing ourselves in tales of suspense and terror. In each episode, we'll either read a spine-tingling tale, or we'll take a closer look at the art of writing, unraveling the mysteries of storycraft that make such tales so eerily effective. So, sit back, relax, and feel the embrace of the mysterious as we embark on this journey into the heart of the night. In today's episode, we'll be exploring the shadow, a concept from Jungian psychology, and its significance in storytelling, as well as how it presents itself in the haunting tale of The Mask of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe. Jungian psychology suggests that every individual has a shadow, a dark and hidden part of their psyche that embodies their repressed thoughts, feelings, and desires. We all have this. The shadow can be seen as a part of ourselves that we deny or reject, often due to societal pressures and cultural norms. However, according to Jung, it is only by acknowledging and integrating the shadow that we can achieve true psychological wholeness. In storytelling, the shadow can be a powerful tool for creating tension, suspense, and conflict. By embodying the shadow in a character or event, a writer can tap into the darker, more primal aspects of human nature, making the story more engaging and relatable to the audience. This takes time to develop, and it's a lot of practice. But if you can tap into the character's feelings of the shadow and the things that they repress, those are the weaknesses within the character that actually make it the character more interesting. The Mask of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe is actually a perfect example of a story that embodies the shadow archetype. The story takes place in a castle where a wealthy prince named Prospero is hiding from the Red Death, a deadly plague that is sweeping the land. Prospero believes that he can escape death by isolating himself from the outside world, but as the story unfolds, it becomes clear that he cannot outrun his fate. So, Prospero can be seen as embodying the shadow, representing the repressed aspects of his psyche that he is unwilling or unable to confront. He is depicted as a wealthy and powerful man who believes that he can control his fate by keeping death at bay. However, as the Red Death enters the castle and begins to wreak havoc, it becomes clear that Prospero's actions are futile. This is kind of an interesting concept, actually, um, because... Because I've watched people for a long time who have lots of money, more money than they could ever spend in a lifetime, and oftentimes they end up inventing their own reality and thinking they can do things like this, stave off death, and to keep the pains of life at bay. The Red Death can also be seen as a manifestation of the shadow, actually, representing the darker, more primal aspects of our human nature that we often suppress and deny, of course. The Red Death is depicted as a mysterious and terrifying figure, dressed in blood-red robes and wielding a sharp blade. This symbolizes the violent and destructive impulses that actually exist within all of us, but which we often will deny. Furthermore, the Red Death's indiscriminate killing of the guests can be interpreted as a commentary on the dangers of social inequality and the inherent vulnerability of the human condition. There's an old quote that I grew up with. I remember a friend of my father's wearing a shirt 
to church, actually, saying, he who dies with the most toys still dies. <laughs> so, continuing on by highlighting the fragility of life and the inevitability of death, Poe actually brings to light the importance of confronting the shadow and acknowledging our own mortality. This is an important step in maturity and wholeness. So, in conclusion, actually, regarding The Mask of the Red Death, it is a haunting and thought-provoking tale that embodies the shadow archetype very well in literature. Through his portrayal of Prospero and the Red Death, uh, Poe explores the darker, more primal aspects of human nature that are often repressed in civilized society. So, by doing this, he highlights the importance of confronting the shadow and acknowledging our own mortality, making this story timeless and a brooding masterpiece that continues to captivate readers today. As we explore the psychological aspect of this, according to famous psychologist Carl Jung, the shadow is the aspect of our psyche that contains all the parts of ourselves that we try to hide, deny, or reject. These can be parts of ourselves that we feel are unacceptable, immoral, or shameful, and they often include negative emotions, impulses, and behaviors. Repressing the shadow can have several dangers. Let's look at those. Increased psychological stress and tension. Repressing the shadow can create a sense of internal conflict and tension as individuals struggle to keep their unwanted thoughts, emotions, and behaviors hidden. This can lead to increased stress and anxiety and can even contribute to physical health problems in the end. Having difficulty forming authentic relationships. This is another one. When we repress our shadow, we may also repress aspects of ourselves that could be important in forming authentic relationships. This can actually lead to a sense of disconnection and superficiality in our interactions with each other. The next one is increased potential for destructive behavior. Repressed aspects of the shadow can manifest in unexpected and destructive ways. For example, someone who has repressed anger may suddenly lash out in violent behavior, or someone who has repressed their sexuality may engage in risky sexual behavior. These are just examples, and keep in mind this is about self-reflection, but it's also about how we can create our characters well for a good story. The next one is inability to grow and change. The shadow can also contain aspects of ourselves that we need to confront in order to grow and to change. When we repress the shadow, we may prevent ourselves from accessing these parts of ourselves and making progress in our own personal development. So, in short, we talked about the ideas of uh, the dangers of repressing the shadow, and that would be increased psychological stress and tension, number one. Number two, difficulty forming authentic relationships. Number three, increased potential for destructive behavior. Number four, and final, inability to grow and change. So, in short, repressing the shadow can lead to a range of negative psychological and behavioral consequences. It's important to acknowledge and integrate our shadow in order to live a more balanced and fulfilling life. What are some of the ways that the shadow can and should be integrated to bring an individual to wholeness? If we're talking about therapy, individual reflection, 
Integrating the shadow involves acknowledging and accepting the parts of ourselves that we typically repress, deny, or hide. Here are some of the examples of how to actually integrate the shadow. Self-reflection. Take time to reflect on your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, particularly those that you tend to repress or deny. This can help you become more aware of your shadow and begin to accept it. Seeking therapy, of course. Working with a therapist who is familiar with Jungian psychology can be helpful in identifying and integrating your shadow. Practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness practices can help you become more aware of your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors without judgment. This can create space for self-reflection and acceptance. Creative expression. This is one of my favorites. Engaging in creative activities such as writing, art, or music can be a way to express aspects of yourself that you may have repressed or denied. Embrace your emotions. Rather than suppressing your emotions, try to acknowledge and accept them as they arise. This can be difficult at first, but over time, it can actually help you become more comfortable with your emotions and accept them as a part of yourself. Practice self-compassion. This one's important. Be kind and compassionate to yourself, particularly when you are struggling with difficult emotions or behaviors. Self-compassion can help you accept and integrate the shadow in a more positive and constructive way. In general, integrating the shadow actually involves a process of self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-compassion. When we do this, we become more whole and integrated as a person. In regards to the craft of writing, as I like to call it, story craft, let's take our final segment to talk about the techniques that a writer can use to effectively implement the Jungian shadow in crafting a well-written story, okay? First, create flawed protagonists. This is important. A flawed protagonist can embody the shadow by showcasing their darker, repressed side. This can make the character more relatable and help the audience connect with them on a deeper level. A good example of this actually comes from television, Walter White from Breaking Bad, who starts as a mild-mannered high school teacher and transforms over the course of the series into a ruthless drug lord. It's a great example of a flawed protagonist. Use symbolism. Symbolism is important and can be a powerful tool for embodying the shadow in a story. For example, a character dressed in black could represent the darker aspects of human nature, while a dark and ominous setting can create a foreboding atmosphere that reflects the repressed desires of the characters. Use foils. Foils are characters who are opposite in nature to the protagonist and can help bring out their darker side. For example, uh, in The Great Gatsby, Tom Buchanan represents the shadow side of Jay Gatsby by embodying his selfish and hedonistic desires. It's part of what makes that story so powerful. They juxtapose each other. Show the consequences of repressing the shadow. Repressing the shadow can have serious consequences, both for the individual and for society as a whole. A writer can use their story to show the negative effects of denying one's shadow 
such as, for instance, mental illness, self-destructive behavior, or societal unrest. All of these, and there's other ones too that you can think of, I'm sure, but this is just a beginning list to think about how to show the consequences of repressing the shadow. Explore the archetypes. Archetypes, such as the trickster or the shadow, can be used to create well-rounded and relatable characters. By exploring these archetypes, a writer can delve into the darker aspects of human nature and create a more engaging and thought-provoking story. We're actually going to explore the archetype of the trickster in a later episode this season. And use dialogue, of course. Dialogue is a powerful tool for showing the repressed desires and thoughts of characters. By using subtext and innuendo, essentially using the words they don't say, it's the reading between the lines. A writer can hint at the shadow without outright stating it, making the story more subtle and nuanced. Foreshadowing can be a great example of this as well, uh, where at the beginning of a story or somewhere towards the beginning, a writer might give some hints through symbolism or through an event or through a mood about events that will unfold eventually later in the story. So, in conclusion, implementing the Jungian shadow in a story can be a powerful tool for creating engaging and thought-provoking literature. By using flawed protagonists, symbolism, foils, consequences, archetypes, and great dialogue, a writer can bring out the darker aspects of human nature and create a story that resonates with readers on a deeper level. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Nightfall Narratives. I'm your narrator, R. Douglas Patton, and I look forward to seeing you again very soon. As the shadows lengthen and the night falls, we come to the end of another episode of Nightfall Narratives. We hope you found our exploration of dark and mysterious storytelling and the art of writing thought-provoking and haunting. Remember, the stories we tell have the power to both chill us to the bone and inspire us to create our own. Join us again for our next episode, and until then, keep your eyes open and your mind curious, for anything is possible. <laughs>